0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. Oh, my gosh. I'm like so jazzed to be talking with Pamela Miles about Reiki and about the book that she's put out. Many of us have heard the term Reiki before, and many of you tuning into the show are thinking to yourself, what is she talking about? Well, we're going to clarify this for you right now. Uh, Pamela Miles is a Reiki master practicing since Get it? 1986. She is internationally known for her pioneering work in integrating Reiki into conventional medicine. Hallelujah on that. She's published papers in peer-reviewed medical journals, popular media, and presented Reiki in prestigious medical schools throughout the United States. By the way, she's also brought Reiki into prominent New York City hospitals. We'll find out why. She comes to us today with Reiki, a comprehensive It is the first mainstream book on Reiki practice and is here to talk with us about this journey and why this is such an important step for all of us. Uh, Pamela, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you so
1: much for inviting me.
0: Uh, Yeah, let's start with the conversation of Reiki since 1986 and how you've been able to influence some of those hospitals in New York City to pay attention to what you had to say. Well, it
1: actually has been surprisingly easy to influence doctors uh, to take a second look at Reiki because they understand quickly that there's no downside, that there are no side effects, there's no way that Reiki can be dangerous. The touch itself that's used in Reiki is very, very light. It's not manipulative. So even in cases where someone can't have massage, for example, they can still have Reiki. And people aren't having to swallow anything or uh, rub anything into their skin. So there's nothing about Reiki that can interfere with conventional medicine. And on the other side, doctors see that patients using Reiki have often dramatic results. uh, And often these are patients that the doctors are having difficulty working with, maybe because they're in intractable pain or they're very anxious. And they find that with Reiki, um, it improves the patient's ability to function and improves their relationship with the doctor.
0: People have really looked at this work and have said, uh, this is actually mind-boggling. How do we actually put any credence to this? How do we, you know, how do we quantify the power of this? But yet you've been able to do that.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go quite that far. We still don't know a lot about how Reiki works from a scientific perspective. But what we are able to quantify are physiological responses to Reiki. So we can see that people's blood pressure goes down, that their Their heart rate improves. Their breathing rate improves. We can see um, with some lab tests that there are fewer stress hormones in their bloodstream and that uh, immune-enhancing hormones are stronger in their saliva. So these are good things. And when doctors see that good things are happening to their patients and that there's no danger, they become less concerned about how much we understand. You know, the mechanism of action for aspirin was not understood for 70 years, seven zero years, yet aspirin was used in conventional medicine.
0: This is part of a, co- a bigger conversation, really. In terms of what we're learning about healing quantum physics, energy, and so forth. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would like to ask you to share some of the things that you've seen. I mean, you've been at this for quite some time. And I would imagine that you've seen some incredible, um, healings take place.
1: You know, I have seen some incredible healings. But I don't like to talk about them too much because For me, what's valuable about Reiki are the improvements that people experience that aren't so dramatic. And when we talk about the dramatic healings, sometimes it sounds too good to be true.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Sometimes it has even seemed like that to me, you know, where I've looked at what has happened with someone and wondered, wow, you know, can this really just be Reiki? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But meanwhile, there are a lot of people suffering with, um, well, a patient that I'm working with right now uh, has advanced Crohn's disease. You know, mm-hmm. we see a lot of irritable bowel diseases, and Reiki can be very helpful uh, to people in that situation because it helps with their anxiety, it helps with their pain, and these are two areas where there's... Uh, most research, there's not a whole lot of research yet about Reiki, although the NIH currently has five studies, so medicine is taking Reiki very seriously. But um, two things that show up a lot in the research is improvement in anxiety and improvement in pain. And people with irritable bowel syndrome, for example, or Crohn's disease, uh, any kind of inflammatory bowel disease, usually have both those things. They have a lot of anxiety and they have a lot of pain and, and Reiki can help them manage that so that they can take less medication.
0: That's really the key. I mean, we're, we're all trying to take less medication, you know, in the world where pills, potions and lotions are just popping out left and right for so many people.
1: And that's something that physicians agree with. You know, everybody agrees the less medication somebody needs, the better. But, you know, we want people to have the medication that they need to be comfortable. You
0: know... uh Pamela, let me ask you about the book because you know the book is Reiki, a comprehensive guide, uh, and it's it's said that this is a the first mainstream book on Reiki practice. Could you tell me a little bit how uh, you know how we come to know this book as the as the you know the first mainstream book? What about the book really sets it apart in that way?
1: I think the fact that the book was written in um, very straightforward credible language. You know, I'm I'm real careful not to make claims when a, a new client uh, calls me, a prospective client. You know, I, I always make the point that Reiki doesn't treat conditions. Reiki balances people. And I cannot promise what any individual's response will be, except I can promise them that they'll feel better by the end of the first treatment. They'll feel some subtle improvement, but beyond that, we have to see. And so in the book, what I wanted to do was to present Reiki in a way that an attorney could hear and not feel turned off by, that a a medical professional, or healthcare provider could read and, and not feel turned off by. Often, Reiki is couched in New Age terms. Which is fine for a person who is new agey, but there is really nothing about Reiki that is new agey. It it started in the 1920s in uh, Japan. This is not a new agey place. And it's just been in the West since Reiki has come to the West in the late 30s, Um, and particularly in the last, you know, 20 years. With the advent of the new age, that um, Reiki has been talked about in in ways that are not essential to what it is, you know. So it's fine if people like that. You know, crystals are wonderful, incense is wonderful. I've been meditating and practicing yoga for over forty years. I'm not averse to any of these things, but they don't fit so easily in a hospital environment. And my interest in writing the book was to get Reiki to a, a wider population of, of people who are suffering. And the best way to do that, it seemed to me, was to interest the healthcare profession so that Reiki could be offered to people who, in a respectable, credible way, you know, to people who mm-hmm. would not... Um, necessarily be buying incense and, and notice the Reiki books for sale
0: there. I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I'm i one of those people. I, I you, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it wasn't too long ago where if you just said something to me about Reiki, I probably would have just looked at you sideways. And Reiki flaky. <laughs> <laughs> hadn't thought of that one. That was pretty good. That's my best friend, Linda. However, you know, I have to say this. Both myself and my best friend Linda had first-hand experience with this, and um, and I, I went through two knee operations, both of them the same procedure. So there's no difference in the procedure. And the first procedure, a friend of mine came over and she said to me, "I'm going to I'm I w- I would like to do some healing if you're open to it." She didn't say I'm going to do Reiki. She said I would like to do some healing. And I said, well, that would be great because, you know, I'm supposed to be dancing uh, night after tomorrow. And uh, I got to tell you, I was not dancing at the moment. And what she actually did was, as you've talked about Reiki, and I was dancing. Uh, and I mean, fully dancing, not with a cane, not with a crutch. I had on high shoes three days later. Same procedure, right? On the other knee, my friend was not in town to do um, the healing approach which i didn't know at the time was reiki and the bottom line it took me weeks simply to walk now went back to the doctor i asked him what he did differently if he you know if if there should have been more complications and he said no absolutely not he said as a matter of fact the second knee you should have had a quicker recovery and so light bulb goes on and what do you think the difference is pamela could it be Reiki (laughs) hold that thought we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll be back with Pamela Miles we're talking about uh, Reiki but we're talking about beyond Reiki really how each and every one of us can experience the healing power of this modality and yep beyond alternative that's what we're about we are the new mainstream talk radio the Dr. Pat show we'll be right back after this short break For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com.
2: Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using rife frequency technology biosolutions is the most effective rife instrument we've experienced customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back for more information call biosolutions toll free at 866-885-6625 that's 866-885-6625 cancer
0: and stroke are now the greatest threats to life but there's no need to suffer the side effects of pharmaceuticals or harmful treatments Whether a patient does or does not wish to use traditional methods, there is a totally non-toxic alternative product, PolyMVA. PolyMVA has been effective with both stroke and cancer for over 10 years. To find out more, call 866-991-9942 or visit polymva.com.
2: Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at GenesisToday.com. That's GenesisToday.com. Visit CarryO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on The Dr. Pat Show. That's kerryoconner.com. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: right yeah I got the call today it was from Pamela Miles joining us here on the Dr. Pat show talk radio to thrive by and we're talking about Reiki uh, her book is Reiki a comprehensive guide and this book is known for you know what I call crossing over uh, and crossing over means that it's not for a small group of people a small population of people that have heard the term Reiki it's really now time uh, and is time that people are recognized the healing power of this beyond anything we actually really understand. You know, you've had a couple of people uh, that uh, you've worked with that have looked at the book and looked at at Reiki and have made some uh, testimonials and and really appreciate the work that you've done. What are some of the comments? What are some of the, the... What's the buzz right now about the book? What are some folks saying?
1: Well, you know, I get emails from people Around the world, literally, and they tell me that they feel like they're receiving a Reiki treatment when they read the book. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which is so interesting to me because while I was writing it, I had several students and friends of mine read and, you know, give me feedback. And um, one of them told me that she could always tell when I'd gone off course when she stopped feeling Reiki while she was reading. So that's something that I I love to hear, you know, because we we think of Reiki as being hands on, right? But um, but Reiki isn't just hands on. People can learn to do the hands on treatment. They can also learn to do distant healing, and um, and Reiki, besides being the form of healing, is also a state of mind. It's that state of wellness that always exists in us. Dr. Pat, you know, you mm-hmm. know this and, yeah. and what happens in our day-to-day is that all the details and all the things that we feel we have to make happen or aren't happening right, they take center stage in our minds. Right. And we forget about our wellness. And then Reiki, whether we get it through a treatment, you know, from someone else or we learn to practice on ourselves or or somebody picks up my book and starts reading it in a Barnes and Noble, And then it connects them with that sense of wellness and and possibilities, you know, because when we connect with our wellness, we do feel like life is possible and and we can be creative.
0: Well, I mean, our bodies uh, really breaking down, you know, that's really a showstopper for a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's something that, you know, for for a large part of the population uh, believes they really don't have much control over it except what they go and they hear from their doctors.
1: And what I hear from people who are faced with devastating diagnosis often is that, you know, they'll say, well, I never would have chosen this cancer or AIDS or heart disease or whatever it is but I'm really grateful for how it's given me a part of my life that I never claimed before. And they go on to say that Reiki has helped them make that connection, that they can heal no matter what the situation is, no matter whether cure is possible or not, healing is always possible. And Reiki can put that literally... In our fingertips.
0: Uh, what does one have to do uh, to to you know? There are people that say, "I want to become a Reiki practitioner." Uh, what is the course of action for folks that are listening to show to the show that would like uh, to explore that?
1: Well, this is something that I cover um, in length in my book, and there's also some information about it on my website, reikiinmedicine.org. But very simply, you know, you want to choose a Reiki practitioner or a Reiki master. If you want to learn how to practice, you need a Reiki master. If you want to receive treatment, you just need a Reiki practitioner. So first of all, you're looking for somebody that you like, you know, that you, you feel some rapport with, the same way you might choose any caregiver. And then ask the person about their training. Generally, to learn first-degree Reiki, you're looking for someone having between 8 and 12 hours of training time. And if they do second-degree Reiki, which is where students learn to do distant healing, that's another 8 to 12 hours of, of training time. But to become a Reiki master, I prefer someone who has done an apprenticeship You know, if if a person tells you that their training has been in a weekend, that they went from having no Reiki capacity to being a Reiki master, then you might want to ask another question, well, how long ago was that? You know, and and how are you practicing? The most important question for me to ask a Reiki practitioner is, do you practice self-treatment every day? Because Reiki is primarily about self-care, and the foundation of the practice is self-treatment. I give myself a Reiki treatment every day, and often more than once a day. It's very easy to do while we're waking up or while we're falling asleep. Reiki isn't a um, a treatment or a therapy that you learn to do to someone else. It's something that you learn for your own self-care first, and then you have that. You can share informally with friends and family, um, or some people want to go on to be a Reiki professional, but it should take a long time to do that, not a weekend.
0: Well, that's important information for people to have because, you know, there are a lot of uh, opportunities out there for folks that are uh, interested in in really expanding and becoming healers and and this is really good information. Let's let people know how they get how can folks get a copy of the book and let's um let's give your website out for for people.
1: The website is www.reikiinmedicine.org. org. That's R E I K I I N medicineorg and you can order the book through the website, or you can go to any bookstore. Um, it's Reiki, a Comprehensive Guide by Pamela Miles. It's published by Tarcher Penguin.
0: Wow. You know, Pamela, as we're looking at Reiki and we're looking at moving beyond, and I think it's really a limited box of alternative What is the next level of medicine? I mean, we're hearing a lot about integrative and now functional. How is this helping? um, Helping modalities like Reiki.
1: You know, Mehmet Oz, um, the cardiac surgeon who is the health expert on the Oprah Winfrey Show. Yes, he said uh, back in February on one of the Ask Dr. Oz segments that the next frontier, and I'm paraphrasing him the next frontier of medicine is energy medicine, and he mentioned Reiki in particular. There is so much of conventional medicine, as wonderful and miraculous at times as it is, there's so much of it that is very invasive, and medicine doesn't know how to put people really back together. For example, you mentioned your knee surgery. There's a point at which, and this is why I love working with surgeons, There's a point at which they know that their job is finished and the body has to take over. And Reiki can make a significant difference in balancing the body because the anesthesia and the trauma of the surgery creates an inflammatory response that the body is not always able to balance. And so we're seeing um, health statistics that there's a higher incidence of death in The year or two after major surgery, death from, uh, for example, a heart attack that was not related to the surgery itself, and it's being theorized increasingly that this is because of an inflammatory response to the trauma of the surgery that medicine has not had a way to balance. Well, Reiki might be that. Um, Reiki can be a way to calm a patient to the point where the doctor can work with her. You know, because if the patient is having a panic attack, for example, or in intractable pain, it's hard for the uh, medical staff to do anything. Well, at Yale, I'm, I'm working with a um uh, Medical student and a physician there, looking at the impact of Reiki treatment on people who have had a heart attack and have had a catheterization, to see if this improves their heart rhythms. There are so many ways mm. that Reiki can yeah. benefit medicine, and the best part is that it it's not going to get in the way of anything that medicine is already doing well. It's just going to help doctors do it even better.
0: Well, Pamela, I want to thank you so much for bringing this conversation to the table because it really is about healing. And having you bring different aspects of this together is not only a gift but really an honor. And thank you so much for doing that.
1: Well, thank you for your work, Dr. Pat.
0: Well, we'll uh, be letting folks know about the book again and again. Pamela Miles is doing a fabulous job beyond anything we could have expected in terms of healing. And I want to thank all of you for listening to the show uh, and supporting us along the way. We'll see you right back out here on Monday. Stay tuned for a fabulous week of programming. We'll see you then.